With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, it's the biggest rivalry in rugby uh, and the All Blacks and Springboks will do battle for the 100th time. I can't quite get over that. Of all the proud venues they've played at over the years, they have to play this one at Townsville of all places. But however, it's Townsville it's going to be. Uh, and one man who knows the rivalry better than most is uh, former All Blacks coach Sir Steve Hansen joins us now from Japan where he is the director of uh, rugby for Toyota. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Sir Steve, for joining us the, this morning. How are things going at Toyota? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we're happy with it. pre-season time, so with all pre-seasons, you just take the time and work on the things you want to work on. And But no, club's in good heart. Had a good season last year and looking to improve on the third placing. And at the time, we've only lost two games all year, and they were to the two teams that won the final, so played in the final. So you've you've had good player retention, or have you tinkered with your squad? Uh, yeah, we've we've got very good player retention, but um, your international players uh, move around a wee bit, and this year we've got uh, we lost Rido and we lost Michael Hooper, but we get Patrick uh, Tupelato and we get Steph Tatoi coming. So two good replacements for two good men. OK, well, uh, on the subject of uh, Peter Steph Tatoi, of course, South Africa, the All Blacks uh, this weekend. Uh, your memories of, of that rivalry, I've spoken to uh, Sir Brian Williams, certainly uh, several other people this week, and they say it is the ultimate rivalry. Team on team, is it for you as well? Yeah, it is. Like, the history of it demands that it is. And when you get involved in it, you, you actually feel that history. And there's a massive amount of respect from both teams and about the the past and, and being part of the future. So it makes it for entertaining uh, footy. Um, it's not always uh, the game that you want, but it's always entertaining the build-up. And, and the actual match itself is always really physical and tough, so... Um, it doesn't appear to happen with anyone else like it does with Africa. Steve, how, how have you read the Springboks? Uh, for, is there any other way for them than, than how they've been playing? Do you, do you see any surprises coming for them for this occasion? Not really. I think um, like they've always been a big physical team. Um, they probably played a bit quicker when they are in the Super Rugby. I think... That's um, that's had an effect, I think, on their fitness. Um, you know, they've been isolated, and it's just they've gone back to you know totally South African ways. And um, but they've got a formula that they believe successful, and you know, up until 
a couple of weeks ago it had been. So they'll kick the ball a lot. Um, but you know, we've, you've still got to catch the ball and you've still got to be able to take the pressure. Their line speed will be strong, so we've got to make sure there's enough depth to be able to counter that. And, uh, you know, the formula for the Blacks in the last 10 years has been pretty good. Well, I think we've only lost a couple and drawn one, so... So, in terms of um, physicality, um, are you confident? Um, as you say, the record's been pretty good. Are you confident that this particular unit can match what they've got at this time? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's always a lot of talk about the All Blacks not being able to cope with physicality, but the record shows we do. Every now and again, we don't, and it's and and some of that, some of those times are not because we're not physical enough. It's because we haven't been mentally prepared ourselves to to go right into those dark places that you have to go against the good physical sides. And you know, England at the World Cup was an example of that. But at the same World Cup, um, we were plenty physical enough to deal with South Africa, so we went on to win the tournament. Ian Foster, names aside, Steve, uh, in a couple of hours, uh, over, over here anyway, uh, with what you've seen, that do, you think, uh, do you think there'll be any surprises? Like you mentioned the reception of the high ball being there. What, what would you look at in terms of uh, a back three? Well, Geordie's playing outstanding. He's got, goal king has been great as well, so that's a bonus. You can kick him from anywhere. Um, all the wingers have been... Other wings have been playing really well. Bridge is uh, brilliant under the high ball. Um, so so is um, uh, Rico, if you want him to play there, he can play centre. So it doesn't really matter who they pick. Like at the moment, the All Blacks have been playing as well as I've seen them play for a long time. So um, you know, credit to, to everybody over there, and whoever he picks will get the job done, I think. What about the... Um well, I won't say the development, but I'd say the return um, to his brilliance uh, of Bowden Barrett. How, how have you been watching that? Yeah, well, it's always going to happen. I mean, uh, you know a lot about horse racing, and, and great horses might have a flat patch, but they always come back, and, you know, he, he, he's world-class, isn't he? And uh, we, have, we probably haven't done him any favours because we've played him in multiple positions because he can play there, and that was right for the team. But you know he's he's put a marker down and said oh, I want to play first five and and uh, Ian's heard that and made a choice between him and and uh, Richie. Uh, Richie got his uh, opportunities and played really well and then of course Richie stayed at home because uh, I can't get in my Q spots and mm. and um, Bowden's had his chance and you know. When you're there without that pressure of the other person, I think it makes it a little easier to get back into form. And he, he's playing really well. He's an outstanding player. Steve, well, I'll get to uh, horse racing in a second because uh, yours is not going too badly at the moment, or you know your main horse. Uh, can we just touch on uh, the World Twelves uh, that that you um, launched, sort of launched anyway, with, with uh, Steve Chu? Um, it's, it's been a couple of weeks. Have there been any developments that we we should be aware of? What's been the take on it? Yeah, there's been a lot of excitement about it, and and you know because we've announced it, there's also been a lot more conversations, and that's what's happening at the moment. The uh, big boys in the, our organisation are now talking to various um, countries and and um, world rugby. 
uh, and just trying to have the communication that we need to have to get the the things that we need to get done to get it up and running. So, so I guess the the biggest thing is a window to be able to play it, um, and uh, and getting a, a agreement on on that. How, how far out would you be looking to perhaps start the event? Well, they've got a provisional uh, date of twenty two uh, um, September, August September. So obviously that that's going to coincide with. Um, Super Rugby or Rugby Championship, so there will have to be some negotiation around that timing. But you've got to have a starting point, and that was the starting point they decided in their wisdom that they would go for. But you know, if they want people to go with them, they're going to have to be um, flexible. But you know, to me, the thing that excited me about the whole thing is it creates an opportunity to have discussions around things like a global season. You know, I think the players will want to play in this tournament; they want it to get up and running. Um, so they'll force uh, the hand of, of the powers to be to actually sit down and have a proper discussion about a global season. And if we can do that, then there's ample time to put it into the calendar in the right place and, and we can get some you know, some other um, good results out of it too. And, and players will get you know a season that's got some fluidity to it and, and uh, also get the same amount of rest that they need to be getting. I, if I read it right, I, I run the IPL along, alongside it to a large degree, um, uh, which is, at the end of the day, it's about, uh, you know, for the players maximising their skills and, and, and making as much money as they can in a short space of time. So there's no secret about that. Uh, that, in a way, would stop a player drain, you think? Well, it gives you the opportunity to be able to say, right, I, I can earn um, a substantial amount of money in three weeks if I go to this tournament, so do I need to go and do a sabbatical overseas? No, I don't. And hopefully that does stop the player drain. And it'll be, you know, it could be a wonderful offshoot to it, particularly for the Southern Hemisphere sides. Steve, uh, just before we let you go, we cannot um, not talk about uh, Nature Strip. You, you, even from Japan, you must be admiring its form at the moment. I uh, didn't get up quite um, in its last run, but w- what are the plans for it? Uh, I understand it's already favourite for the Everest. <laughs> yeah, he's been the favourite a couple of times. It hasn't sort of uh, come through at the Everest, but we're really excited how he's going. I know he got beaten the other day, um, but he really wasn't fired up for that race. That was just another run for us, and uh, you know you saw him just peak probably about 50 metres out, and Eduardo, who was having his first start, was really tuned up by the look of him. And um, so we're confident. We've got four weeks to go. He'll, he'll, uh, he won't have another start. He'll have a trial somewhere <coughs> about ten days out. And um, you know, Chris was really happy with him. Jade Max happy. So you know they're two of the best in the world. If they're happy, I'm happy. If, if you were able, to, uh, if you were able, if you found the, the time to go, uh, is it easier? Is it easier to go from Japan to watch the horse race than it would ever, ever be uh, trying to get home at the moment? <laughs> yeah, I'd say it would be. Um, it's a, just a debacle at the moment of that EIQ. It's just unbelievable. It's ridiculous. And there's so many other ways that we could be doing that, but nobody 
seems to want to ask other people other than you know, the people that are doing it, and they're not doing a very good job. We've got 30,000 New Zealanders who are struggling to get home to the country that the New Zealand Bill of Rights in 1996 they should be allowed to come home to. That. And um, someone at some stage is going to challenge that Bill of Rights, and then let's see what happens. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I hope they do, because uh, I like you. There's a hell of a lot of frustrated people overseas. Hey, hey mate, thanks so much for your time. Uh, thanks for uh, being available to us uh, this morning. Good luck with the horse. Uh, good luck with, uh, with the team over there for Toyota. And um, more importantly for me anyway, good luck with Nature's Trip. Good luck. Yeah, thanks, Willie. And look, good luck to the All Blacks. Let's hope they go really well. And um, they've been playing good footy, so it'd be great to see them go well. And yeah, I'm with you on Nature's Trip. He can win as many as he likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, eight, eight and a half million, and it, never enough, is it, for your horse? <laughs> never. Oh, it's only 10%, so you can always have a bit more. <laughs> hey, hey, Avantage, Avantage, four million yesterday at Gavel House. Oh, Avantage, four million, yeah. And to the right stud, too. more like she'll get every opportunity um, to, to produce good foals from there. So, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we, there's a, a spare chance maybe uh, the Nature's Trip Syndicate might just put the hand up at, at auction for a little bit of Avantage progeny out of your winnings. <laughs> oh, well, we'll wait and see. <laughs> yeah, OK. It's forthcoming as always on that subject. Steve Hanson, thank you much for your, time, uh, for your time. I love talking to you all the time. Go well over there, mate. Stay safe. Cheers. Thanks, Billy. Great to hear you.